As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News. Coming to you from my quarters again on the Norwegian Joy. Uh, again, I'm having trouble in the mornings finding a signal. So I went out again this morning looking for one, and so I ended up back here again. And I'm not entirely sure how well this signal is going up from here. As it's been, uh, it's been wonky. Uh, which might be due to our location. We're going off at a pretty good pace. But um, anyway, we're still we're still at sea. This is another sea day on our way to Puerto Limon, Costa Rica, which I'll be there tomorrow, but I'll get to that in a second. Welcome to Wednesday, Travel and Cruise Industry News. This is the third day of May 2023. We do have some headlines this morning, which we'll get to eventually. Coast Guard helicopter almost crashed. Silver Nova floated out. New itineraries from two home ports. Coronation celebrations for Cunard to the Queen Anne. That and a lot more here live at 11 o'clock. Today, folks, is National Chocolate Custard Day. I know there's a difference between chocolate custard and chocolate pudding and chocolate mousse, but hell, I can't tell a difference. And I have to admit, I like all of it. Although I will say today, I'm not going to be eating much. Last night was Mr. Bucketlist's birthday. And Mr. Bucketlist and what, five or six of our friends from uh, the group, Went to Cagney's and almost stars. I'm still stuffed. I had a very light breakfast this morning. Uh, But yeah, what a meal that was. Goodness gracious. And we had a good time, of course. If you're listening by the podcast, 
Welcome aboard, of course. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening and want to hop over to check out pictures or video clips, there's always a link in the description of the podcast so you can access the video feed. So, before we get to the news, do have a couple of announcements. Number one, and my hat's off to the folks at the excursion desk on the Norwegian Joy, despite unbelievable lines of people, they have worked with me tirelessly for the two days. I now have four excursions for folks. 27 cruises, and I couldn't get on a single excursion, and I've got four now. And there may be more yet. Who knows? So it is going to cause some problems with the showtime. One of the drawbacks to the Norwegian Joy is they don't tell you when the time changes. It got me again today. The clocks changed again last night. So now I'm two hours different from what I'm normally, you know, my normal time. And I, I, I stay on my normal time because of the show at 11 o'clock. I don't have to figure out what time it is. So actually it's nine o'clock now, a ship's time. It stays that way through Puerto Limon. And then when we go to Cartagena, we get one hour back. And then when we, I think when we get to Aruba, no, Aruba, the current style, yeah, I believe they go back to Easter, and same as, you know, my time, I call it, Eastern daylight time. So, uh, yeah, they got me again. So I go to breakfast this morning an hour before it's open. <laughs> Two days in a row, I've done that. They don't give us the little stupid cards at night. You know, it's, it's, it's change your clocks. And they don't announce it. So I, I'm going to try to track down the cruise director and say, dude, on some of those boring things that you tell us about all the time, how about saying, don't forget to change your clocks? Uh, but anyway. So here's the, the drawback to excursions, folks, especially when the, the, I have to calculate in the time difference. My excursion tomorrow in uh, Puerto Limon uh, starts um, at the same time I'm supposed to be doing the show. Uh, And with the time difference, I'm not sure that I can get the show done uh, early. I'm hoping that I can get a show on and, and post it early tomorrow. I have no idea on the timing. I'll just, I'll get a show put together and I'll go live with sometime in the morning before I go on the excursion or at the the absolute last resort after I get back from the excursion. So, and I hate to ask you guys to 
uh, go along with that, but I just, I'm not sure how to get around it now that I'm actually doing some excursions, which I've, you know, I've been trying to forever. So, and then uh, also with Cruise Amigos tomorrow, I will still be on my excursion. And John is having some hospital tests today and is not sure how he's going to feel for tomorrow. I'm not going to be there at all. Uh, uh, Chris Migos for tomorrow is just canceled. So I sent Martin a message this morning that he had no choice but to cancel the show tomorrow. Now, next Thursday is the sea day for me, so uh, there won't be any problem with the Chris Migos next week. That brings us up to Friday. We're in Cologne, Panama, and I don't have an excursion on Friday. But, of course, I do want to go ashore. I want to do some exploring on my own in uh, uh, Cologne and maybe with some of our my group uh, that want to go out and walk around a little bit and maybe find a pina colada or something. So I will do the show probably like 8 o'clock our time. You know, in the morning. So that would be. Uh oh, no! I thought it went. I thought I blanked out again. I better check and make sure I'm not getting any nasty messages over here because I didn't check on that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So apparently everybody can hear me because nobody's screaming at me. That's good. All right. So. Um. Friday morning will be early. Now, I'm on excursion Saturday and Sunday, but I don't normally do shows on Saturday and Sunday. If something major happens, I'll do a show whenever I can fit it in. Monday will be another uh, a problem. Uh, and Monday, yeah, Monday's going to kind of be like tomorrow. I just got to kind of go with the flow whenever I can get a show on, I will. And Tuesday is the sea day, and then I have no no idea what I'm doing in Puerto Plata on Wednesday. And then the sea day Thursday, and back into Miami on Friday next week. So, um, tomorrow and Monday, I'll get shows posted, folks. I just have no idea when. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? So, uh, Hot Air Tom was, uh, he and Cindy were uh, up at uh, Port Canaveral. And let me see where it is. That's a, that looks like it. Yeah, there's a that's the lovely Cindy. Of course, it's NASA. And there she is squirreling around a little bit. She's a little better with the wheelchair than I am. I don't have the... I'm not real good yet with the joystick. Especially when I get into tight places or I'm trying to back up. Like to get out of an elevator that's, got, that's crowded with other people. 
and I invariably end up crashing in the edges of the doors and stuff. I'll learn. Eventually, I'll get used to this. Uh, but anyway, so uh, so they're down there at NASA well, with the, all the rockets and things. Now, here's the, the problem. Hot Air Tom, that would be Hot Air Tom, he's trying to hide away on the rocket that's getting ready to get shot off. And he snuck his way up on top of it, and he uh, was, uh, you know, overweighted the top of the rocket, and it fell down. And see, it's, it's laying there. That's all because Hot Air Tom was trying to stow away on the damn thing. That's my story, and I'm going to stick with it. Hot Air Tom and Cindy at NASA. And I said, I uh, mentioned this yesterday, my buddy Nate went to the aquarium up in Vancouver. And there's just kind of some interesting pictures from up there. This is kind of an ugly little critter. I'm not even sure what it is. Some kind of eagle, maybe? I don't know. I'll have to ask. Now, I do like, you know, I don't know what type of jellyfish that is or in that neighborhood. I've unfortunately been stung by them a couple times. That's not pleasant, but I think they're gorgeous creatures. Anyway, this is in the aquarium. And this little fella here that's uh, swimming around there, you can see the seal up there. So uh, he sees a a nate up uh, above. So he comes to visit and see if this is going to play. And he's saying, dude, crust the bread, a little food, I'm starving to death. Don't you have a little handout? (laughs) That's at the aquarium in Vancouver. Uh, Nate was just there last weekend, and he says, man, what a great place. So any of you guys that are on the cruise with me in August, or and we still have cabins available, folks. You know, we're, we're running out of time, but they're still available. So you can always you can call and book it. Uh, but if you're going to be in Vancouver and you've got a little bit of time, that's a great place to go. So I just uh, offered that out. All right. Today's top story has to do with a rather tough situation with the United States Coast Guard. They performed an exceptional rescue airlifting guest from the Carnival Dream under extraordinarily hazardous conditions. The situation was so rough, the air crew had to abort the first rescue attempt after it nearly crashed being forced near the water's surface. The Jayhawk crew lowered their rescue swimmer to the cruise ship, but while hoisting a cruise ship nurse as part of the evacuation team, a severe squall pummeled the helicopter and was forced to back off from the vessel. Severe downwind air currents forced the helicopter perilously close to the water surface 
and extremely poor visibility, risking the safety of the aircraft and the crew on board. The crew was able to recover, and both the Jayhawk helicopter and the Ocean Century aircraft returned to base because of the weather. Now, thankfully, because they weren't able to accomplish the mission, another uh, helicopter came back after the weather stabilized, and the second crew from uh, the New Orleans uh, Coast Guard Station uh, returned to the scene, hoisted the cruise guest and the rescue swimmer, and transferred the patient to the awaiting emergency services personnel at the University Medical Center. No further details about the passenger's medical condition or the name has been revealed in order to safeguard their privacy and that of the family members and traveling companions. But anyway, risky situation there. All right, folks, let me take this opportunity, if you haven't yet done so, appreciate if you hit the thumbs up. That helps the channel out tremendously. And please consider subscribing uh, and the bell notifications to be notified when I go live or when a new video is posted. All right. It's Motor Mobility Awareness Month. Did you know more than 16 million people in North America have mobility issues? And that's why uh, Scoot Around, we're committed to making the life easier for people with disabilities by providing information, mobility products, and services that enhance our customers' knowledge, mobility, and independence. And I'm a perfect example of one who has gone through that. I've been using Scoot Around for nine years now. I will continue using Scoot Around. No doubt about it. Uh, if you shop now, you get 8% off. Deal they're running for uh, for the sale this month on all mobility devices site-wide. The offer ends on the 12th of May. Just call 888-441-7575 and use SRN11137 for the absolute best pricing you can get. So let's scoot around. Awesome folks to deal with. So, all right. The next story this morning. And again, this is a company that I don't get to talk about much. Silver Sea Cruises reached a significant milestone in the construction of its newest ship, the Silver Nova, as it celebrated its float out at Meyer Werft Shipyard in Poppenburg, Germany. The event marks one of the last steps before the luxury cruise ship commences operations later this year. Designed with environmental sustainability in mind, Silver Nova will be one of the most environmentally conscious cruise ships after she sets sail from Venezia later this year. Silver Nova's environmental features include uh, LNG as the primary fuel source and a four megawatt fuel cell system, significantly reducing emissions. The vessel's design is expected to cut carbon emissions by 40% compared to Silver Sea's 
most advanced ship, the Silver and Silver Moon, sister vessels to the Silver Nova. The redesign and optimized hull allows for dynamic efficiency, minimizing fuel consumption while maintaining optimal cruising speeds. All right, I'll be back with a couple more stories here after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. And our next story today, folks, is from our friends at Carnival. The Carnival Cruise Line has released a range of new itineraries on board the Carnival Spirit from Mobile, Alabama, for the 2024-2025 cruise season. Carnival Spirit will set sail from Mobile for the first time in October this year after a full year without any cruises sailing from Alabama. Remember, that's where the Carnival Ecstasy was, and the Carnival Ecstasy is no longer in the line. They have not had any cruises out of there since. So the Spirit is going to be there starting in October. In addition to the cruises from Mobile, by the way, there's some pretty interesting um, cruises, some some eight-dayers out of Mobile that they didn't do on Ecstasy. I don't think there were any eight-dayers. But anyway, there's some eight-dayers both east and west. So I've never sailed from Mobile. I've never been on Carnival Spirit either. But in addition to the cruises from Mobile, Carnival Cruise Line announced that two Carnival Journey cruises uh, departing from Seattle. These include Carnival's first ever cruise from Seattle to Hawaii and a six-day voyage from Seattle to New Orleans. So there's a couple things to look at there, folks. I know a lot of you don't like Carnival. Some of us do. I mean, I I prefer other cruise lines over Carnival. But again, you know, I started with Carnival. So that's the only thing I could cruise for years and years and years. But anyway, you know, there's several of us here that, that still cruise Carnival. I've got, uh, I've got a, a Carnival cruise uh, coming up this fall with... Uh, Pittsburgh Jason. I haven't heard from him for a while. All right. Kennard, again, I don't get to talk about them a whole lot. But, you know, there's a, a little to-do coming up o- over there on the other side of the pond. So Kennard is joining in the celebration of the coronation of His Majesty the King and Her Majesty the Queen Consort organizing coronation-themed activities fleet-wide. Tourists on Kennard's liners, the Queen Mary II, the Queen Victoria, and the Queen Elizabeth have the opportunity to participate in regal festivities such as street parties, themed musical performances, movies, quiz games, etc. An exclusive coronation dinner menu has been created for the evening of May the 6th, which is inspired by King Charles' love of farming, agriculture, game, and organic principles. The menu includes a selection of dishes made with some of his favorite ingredients, specialty designed cocktails, such as the Coronation Oat and the Monarch Martini, will be available to toast their majesties. (laughs) I can't. 
<laughs> what are they going to? I want to know more about the menu. What are they going to have? Like deer from the from the estate? I don't know. Uh, Ken Hardship will be uh, at sea for the big day and will broadcast the ceremony live from Westminster Abbey into the ship's Royal Court Theaters and stateroom TVs. Additionally, a new coronation celebration voyage was announced earlier this week with Queen Mary II sailing round trip from Southampton to Liverpool. So some big to-dos coming up on the other side of the pond. And I don't in any way, I don't mean to make light of the situation at all. Um, but that's that's coming up over there. And we will give due diligence to our friends in the UK. All right, there's uh, one other story from Kennard. <clears throat> They celebrated the float out of the Queen Anne at Fincantieri uh, Marghera Shipyard in Venezia, Italy. The 249th ship to sail under the Cunard flag, Queen Anne officially touched the water for the first time exactly 365 days before she will set sail on her maiden voyage to Lisbon on May the 3rd of 20. 24. How about that? So, got to talk about a couple cruise lines that we don't normally talk about on this show. Anyway, not sure what I'm going to do today. I need to get caught up on some of my work. I'm terribly far behind. And then I get something ready to go and I have signal issues so uh, it's i had um three uh, clips that are on my phone that i need to download to my computer so i can use them and they, this, the upload starts and then uh, so all right let's see who's over in the chat room cruising this fun anytime is with us Nice to have you back. Mike's here. Hi, Mike. There's Hot Air Tom. We're talking about Hot Air Tom this morning. He's with us. Katie's here. Are you back on ships? I'm not two hours off now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And the only way I can keep straight is I keep my watch and my computer set on Eastern Standard. I mean, yeah, East, no, Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, I don't screw up and forget to do the show. You know, when you're my age, you get forgetful. So, yeah, two days in a row, Katie, they got me. There was no notice. I wasn't expecting another time change. So, yeah, it's actually like, so it's um, uh, it's 11.29, you know, our time. And it's 9.29, ship down now. So, and of course, I find that out at breakfast when I'm thinking it's seven o'clock, and it was only six o'clock. Again, two days in a row I've done that. So, uh, NCL is saving paper by not putting all this. I mean, I don't mind it. They don't have to give me the stupid cards. 
They still do the freestyle daily. What anything in that? Somebody said that they got a they got a card in their freestyle daily the night before. Well, I didn't see one, and I didn't see one last night. I actually looked at the one last night. Sometimes I don't even waste looking at them because I already know my day's going to be full of stuff. Uh, but announce it, you know. I mean, sometimes you can't understand the announcements, but. I mean, like Captain, I mean, Captain's on a couple times a day. I got to say, oh, we're, we're sailing at 27 knots and we're uh, going at 14 degrees Fahrenheit. And what I wax, you know, I don't understand any of that stuff. So, uh, you know, he could say, don't forget, folks, got to change your clocks tonight. Somebody <laughs> needs to tell us old folks to get confused easily. Watch the clocks. Uh, I think it's funny now, you know. That wasn't, it was real funny this morning when I did it two days in a row. But, oh well. Uh, there have been signs posted at the hostess desk at the restaurant's warning of change. Not that I've seen. I didn't, I, I didn't see it at the uh, Cast night. Um, but then again, I wasn't really looking for it. And again, we had a whole gang of people, and I tend to maybe have been talking. You know, I do that occasionally out there, Tom. But no, I didn't see I, I mean, nothing just jumped out and grabbed me anywhere on the ship. The man with the TV on, too. And if you, if you go to the right channel, you know, it gives you the ship time. Well, I, didn't, I don't pay that much attention to it. Cindy's with us. Hi, Cindy. M's here. Hey, M. Uh, Gretchen's here. Gretchen's up in Ohio. There's Joanne. Hey, Joanne. I actually got on the air yesterday, 45 minutes late. When I got back to the room, I rebooted everything when I didn't have everything, you know, up and running. And, and we're right on. So I had to redo the show, of course, because the stream was already used up in that you know, aborted attempt that I had in the show yesterday. But I did actually get the show on just a little bit late. Uh, my nephew works on Coast Guard helicopters at the Winchman. It's very scary. Oh, yeah, this was really a dicey situation. And they got hit with the, you know, a downdraft that just almost dropped the, the helicopter into the water. I mean, it was really close. And it, for them, you know, yeah, obviously the pilot did a hell of a job saving the ship to start with. But for them to leave, a, you know, a person, one of their crew, that was at the time I was in the, I'm sure the, you know, the ship had, had called them ashore to be on, on board. Um, but for, you know, them leave without accomplishing the mission, man, it had to be awful. Just awful. So, and I mean, thankfully, the, the result turned out okay. You know, this, the next ship, after it calmed down a little bit, took care of it all. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, God bless nephew for the work that they do. That's just unbelievable. What 
unbelievable what the folks do for us that we just never think about. Uh, that's one of the things that, that I'm noticing more and more about cruising is the people that do all the little things that you just don't see. The guys that are cleaning constantly. I mean, I'm always fascinated with the guys that hang on the side of the ship and watch the damn windows on the outside. Um, but I mean, there's there's, there's jobs on the ship that to make our life better. Those of us that are, you know, living the life of uh, of being at sea as much as we can, like I am. Uh, all the things they do just to just to make our life better. I mean, it's just. Now, it's just amazing. You got people that, you know, like Joanne's nephew that literally put their life on the line every day. And that's just, to me, that's, those are the heroes of the world. Sonny's with us. Hi, Sonny. Where in the world is Jason? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he, he does some Pokemon or whatever that stuff is. Uh, I just, I see some gaming stuff every now and then. But I haven't heard. I mean, I used to get, even when he wasn't on the show for a while, I get messages from him all the time. I don't think he's mad at me for anything. But that could be good. Uh, that happens. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have any idea. A uh, story on the news where a guy set up a huge spot outside just to see the coronation. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, for the for the guys over there, I mean, this is you know, this is a once in a lifetime thing. You know, the the, the Queen Elizabeth was the queen through m- most of those guys' entire lifetime. Uh, so yeah, I, I probably was. I was born when it was coronated. But I don't remember it. I was too young to remember it. Um, but yeah. So I and all the pomp and ceremony that, that they do. Um, I mean, I'll watch it because again, uh, you know, I'll never see something like this again. Um, Emily needs a road trip to Pittsburgh to find Jason. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go to Pittsburgh and see where the hell Jason is. I don't know. Maybe he's working like crazy. He does something in one of the hospitals there. I'm not even sure what his job That's just not anything that we ever talk about. Uh, Cindy says, yeah, I was wondering what happened to Jason. <clears throat> Emily says, I don't really drive. Well, you can always walk and walk to Pittsburgh. I'd be a hell of a hike, but you, know, you can do it. I'm a lot closer than them, Tom, but I'm not going. Uh, yeah. I won't go back to Pittsburgh either, so. Uh, Jason is in the other direction. Nikki's here. Hi, Nikki. How you feeling, Nikki? I've been thinking about you. <clears throat> now I'm thinking today about thinking about uh, Amigo John. Amigo John is having some uh, 
coronary testing in the hospital today. So he wasn't entirely sure how he's going to feel tomorrow, which is one of the reasons that we went on and canceled Cruise Amigos, because I'm going to be on the excursion. And <clears throat> I mean, if he's, you know, if this takes, knocks his socks off today, um, he might not you know, be at his best to try to struggle through a show tomorrow. So there's no sense of putting him through that. And then, you know, Martin's just, you know, we've never been able to count on him. And even when he's been there, he's always having signal troubles or camera troubles. And so that's part of the reasons why. But now, you know, I'm thinking about Nikki because I know she had a couple of days that she was feeling good. Now I'm thinking about John a lot. So. Uh, Grayson says maybe 90 minutes to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's all right for you. AFK is much shorter. Um, Siri says an hour and 48 minutes. There you go. It's a conspiracy hoping to get some fear runners or left behind cruisers. The sound signal on my end, Chile, is not all clear. I hear you, but the signal is going in and out. Sounds robotic. Yeah, I, I understand, guys. And that's the kind of thing that I've been having with the signal on this ship. So, so I'll get to it as best I can, and hopefully it's you know, enough sound that you understand what I'm saying. Sonny says, I miss Jason. Tell him to come back. Where's Dennis also? Dennis, uh, I, I had a message from him yesterday, I want to say it was. I think he was in the, was he, no, I don't think he was in the audience yesterday. But anyway, I had a message from him. Um, and, you know, but he, he pops in sometimes when you don't least expect it. And I think he does, I think he watches every show because if I screw up with the name, you know, like I know he'll be pleased that I, how I said Venezia instead of Venice. Um, and Meyer Werft, I don't know if any of you guys caught that or not. That was one of Dennis's uh, corrections of my pronunciation. Um, can understand Chile on Santa, so that's good. Okay, well, yeah, and I know it comes and goes, guys. That happens with our cruise ships sometimes. Joanne has to be up at 4 a.m. to watch coronation. Yeah, well, see, that's about the time I normally get up, so I'll be okay for that. Signal is not that good today. Yeah, I know. And I, I tried going to a number of places on the ship, and it was worse. So that's why I ended up back here in my cabin. Which my guy hasn't been in the clean today. Um, it was that she may go out today if something comes back out. Can't wait to get to Starlink Internet on NCL ships. 
Yeah, it makes a big difference. The breakaway, boy, a hundred times better than the joy as far as the uh, internet goes. I want to see what they're going to do on pricing. Uh, the other thing, Hunter, Tom, you had sent me a message on uh, question me about the excursions. When did I book the excursions and all that? I specifically waited. Uh, you know, I did some research from other uh, places, but my research on uh, the NCL excursions, they all, everything that I looked at said that it uh, was not suitable for wheelchair users. So I wanted to wait until I got on the ship to talk to uh, the excursion desk before I did anything. So that was intentional. Then they were, have become so, so good to work with and have now booked me on four and one of them. The fourth one, I just got like late last night. It was a cancellation. It was a, uh, an excursion that was full, and they had a, a cancellation on it. And they said, so, I know Chile will take this one. So they, they grabbed it and sent it, a, put a note. I said, if, if you don't want this one, just let us know. I said, oh, good heavens, no. Yeah. So that's the Port of Limon one. So I just got, you know, they got to go ahead on that last night. But they've been great to work with. And I still I give a fifty dollar credit on every excursion. So, and the way it works, I did find out the, the way it works. They won't they don't give you the fifty dollar excursion when you pay for the, the the tour. Of course, these are all booked into my account. Uh, but as soon as you take the tour, they take the excursion. They'll credit you back fifty dollars for that day. Uh, well, that makes sense. You know, if you would cancel an excursion, you've already been given the $50 credit. You know, then they got to fight to get their money back. So, yeah, I can understand why they do it that way. And I don't have a problem with that. Um, they've been so good to work with, uh, Tom. Once she said that, I, I was fine. Because <laughs> you know? I, I really, I like I like the, the gal down there. There's, there's about four of them. I mean, it's a, it's a huge excursion desk. But the, um, I like them a lot. They, they've just been excellent. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today, folks. I'll do a show tomorrow. I'm not sure when. So uh, you hit that little bell notification so when I go live, you'll get notified. Because it literally, it could be any time. It's when I can get a show put together, which also depends on you know, how late I'm up at night, um, which I haven't done anything at night the first two nights other than dinner. And because they were kind of later reservations, last night was really late for me. So we didn't get out of there until 11 o'clock my time. So I mean, I'm not doing anything after that, man. I got to go to bed. Uh, but so I haven't been to the theater yet. I haven't been to the comedy club. Uh, I've done, I've caught a couple of the groups in the bars, but not, uh, you know, so we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll do a show sometime tomorrow. Just not sure. Wait. So, all right, guys, 
that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks for being with me. Thanks for putting up with this awful live stream. And as always, folks, thanks for stay healthy. Think about cruising, and hopefully we'll all get together soon on the high seas. Have a fabulous day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully before I go on an excursion. I'm excited. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply.